Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Bribery, brutality and abuse of power some of the key trends uh, which were uncovered within the police service in the latest analysis which was published by Corruption Watch. Bribery featured in 31% of complaints received by the organization and these were specifically about police corruption. We've also spoken about it on the show as well just about how we feel about the police. Um, on the line, we've got Melusi Ngala, who is a primary researcher for this report. Good morning, Melusi. Welcome to The Takeoff. Good morning, team, and good morning to the listeners. Melusi, what is the purpose of this Corruption Watch report? So every year, we make an analysis um, of whistleblower accounts that we receive between the 1st of January and the end of June, just to understand corruption trends in the country and this time around it was no different we published the results around about this time and we received approximately 400 reports more than what we did in the previous year and as you've just mentioned from those police or corruption in the police leads with approximately 13 percent it's followed by local government schools licensing centers, the traffic department, which all counts for 5% apiece, and the health sector counts for 4%. Based on the report, you know, what are some of the shocking highlights that you found as you're going through it? <laughs> Too many to mention, but, you know, it's it's just one of those tragic accounts because we, we you learn that maladministration as a form of corruption counts for 19%. And then the misappropriation of resources, we're talking about people stealing and embezzling funds um, of the state, counting for 14%, procurement corruption, 14%, and bribery and extortion is at 13%. And some of these incidents happen in the police where, you know, um, during the lockdown period, um, from which 55% of the accounts were recorded, the police were accused of being brutal, confiscates goods belonging to informal traders only mm. to give them back to them if people are willing to pay bribes. I mean, just looking at this, like close to 2,000 people blew the whistle on corruption, you know, during the first half of 2020, which is an increase of more than 400 reports received compared to the period last year. Do you think South Africans are getting tired of corruption and now we are beginning to actually go in and... Uh, and report crimes? Because I think for a long time, we, we just sat there and just let it happen. Yeah, but you know, for, for us as Corruption Watch, we've been at this for approximately eight years now. And over 30,000 reports have been recorded in that period. And we know we've been encouraged by people's bravery and willingness to actually bring about change. It's just a matter of people are sick and tired of the corruption just continuing and no one really doing anything about it. So people are looking for consequences. It's high time that the law enforcement agencies really take these matters to heart and bring about change and hold people to account. Um, as Corruption Watch, I mean, I do, I'm very interested. I mean, corruption predates democracy, but are the, you know, as you say, the consequences are not big enough. What are the trends, you know, from pre-democracy to now? Is, has there been more corruption that's been reported? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? It's very hard to determine um, or just to quantify how much corruption there is. But one thing that we do know, at least in terms of how 
fluid our understanding of corruption as a society that there definitely has been corruption but we also we need to understand you know that you know there are categories such as economic crimes and that's mostly what we talk about when we talk about pre-94 and then post-94 we talk mainly about um, corruption that manifests um well, the intersection of public sector and private sector uh, corruption, you know, where you have mostly procurement deals that are happening, where there are officials involved with shady business people trying to skim up the country. If you look at the conviction rate uh, or the penalties, you know, they, they're very, very low. And I feel, I think that's why we, we somehow just, just, just end up giving up. What do you think the future looks like around corruption and South Africans, like what can we do? Do you see us being prepared to maybe change leadership in the country um, based on corruption? What, what do you think, what do you think the future looks like? We need to take heart from people who still have the will to report corruption because, you know, let's bear in mind that 55% of these cases were reported in the, during the lockdown period. And these are people that are actually free in the brunt of corruption, right? So yeah. it matters to someone that a food parcel that was meant to give to give them some kind of sustenance was not given to them because a counsellor and an official decided, you know what, I want to give this to my friend instead of someone who really, really deserves it. Or I want to sell it to someone. So these people, regardless of that, decided that, you know, I'm going to let my voice be heard. So... We need to stand by these people and insist, and insist that there should be accountability and not just accept whatever our leaders are telling us because we have entrusted them with power and they are abusing that power. And, and, and it's scary, man. I really feel like as South African citizens, we are fed up when it comes to corruption. And I really hope that we are prepared to do what needs to be done. Uh, for us to try and curb this problem. Thank you so much uh, for speaking to us this morning. Um, yeah, man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. That was Melu Singh I was a primary researcher uh, for the Corruption Watch report. If you want to report corruption, um, you can go to the website, which is www.corruptionwatch.org.za, or you can do it via the WhatsApp line, which is 72 13 That's 72 Double five six nine on the takeoff with Bongani and Nala. Weekdays, six to nine a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.